Welcome to Tracy Says Things, the podcast where the truths are lies, lies are the truth, and sometimes snacks are eaten loudly for those weird ASMR people. I'm your host, Tracy. I say things. And today we have a special guest with us. Our topic for discussion today is Corona, glitter, fabulousness, and what to do if you vomit in your own hair. These are all related, trust me. Have you ever met someone and been like, fuck, this dude is pretty cool. I want to hang out with him a fuck lot. It usually happens when you least expect it. I had just ventured out into the wilds of the Saskatoon work scene and had gotten a job at the worst call center on the planet. It paid the bills, but it sucked. I was answering phones for Sprint, a phone company in the States, and forcing people to pay money to reactivate their phone accounts. Then, by the magic of the glitter fairy, who sprinkles happiness all around, I got bumped from the phones to the traffic desk. I still don't really know what I did there. I just took a data file and either zipped it or unzipped it and put it into another spot on the computer and it did something in an auto dialer. You see, I have no fucking clue. And our guest is the one to blame because... He was supposed to teach me how to do this. Everyone in podcast land, I would love to introduce Nick, call center survivor, lifeguard, glitter enthusiast, member of the Canadian Armed Forces, emergency room and trauma nurse extraordinaire. He's also a kick-ass karaoke singer and eats a shit ton of food for a fit mother ever. He's probably the absolute kindest person I've ever met. His heart is definitely bigger than it should be. And he should probably see a cardiologist about that. Nick, meet everyone. Hello, everyone. My name is Nick. <laughs> Fantastic. So, Nick, as we're recording this on pretty much the fucking coldest day all year, and my toes have frostbite because my office is cold. As a trauma nurse, what's your first recommendation? And don't say turn on the heat because the vents in the ceiling make a lot of noise in here. Okay, well, number one, um, first thing you should do is the best thing for anyone. This is actually more for military than nursing, I will let you know, is actually dry feet are warm feet. So one of the best things that you can do is actually making sure that your feet are dry um, especially if you're outside, one of the best things you can do is actually making sure that you bring tons of socks with you um, just so that you can change them frequently. Because the more that you sweat or perspire, um, your toes and your fingers actually don't have um, the same, like they have smaller capillaries or smaller blood vessels in the ends of your fingers and toes. And so by changing your socks more frequently and keeping them dry, you'll actually keep them warmer. <laughs> but I'm wearing like my favorite blue, let's carpe the fuck out of this DM socks. So I only have one pair. So uh, I don't know if I'm going to change them. <laughs> okay. Well, then in that case, find a fan. <laughs> okay. Not just I, guess me. I mean, like an actual like heated fan. Oh, okay. I get it now. <laughs> or preferably the so... other ones with the, like the big palm leaf. <laughs> you are one of my biggest fans. I'm also one of yours. So it only makes sense. Yes. So we met at that call center. 
What is your first memory of me? Uh, so my first memory of you was, so I haven't always been, as you know, the fabulous and extroverted person that I am today. I actually, my first memory is us going to, sorry, it was actually the lunchroom and um, me going and sitting with you and just the conversation and your energy was something I found so very attractive. I don't remember what the discussion was, but I do remember being completely enamored by your enigmatic personality and just your way of, you know, just shooting the shit, essentially. That's awesome. Yes, I remember I remember that day too. And uh yeah, we bonded over like a love of Buffy the Vampire oh, Slayer. Yes. Love Buffy. Oh yes. And uh bubblegum pop music. Oh my god. Still love it. Me and my aqua, <laughs> like give me Oh fuck, yeah. Dead. I don't know if we can actually sing. I don't think I can afford the royalties on any like real music. All the music on here is like gonna be super crappy um like cans music they have for us to use so um until people want to start sending uh money to me uh through the podcast email tracy says things at gmail.com or you know any other e-transfers we can't afford cool music you know what that's okay i I'm glad you said that because now I will refrain from singing because that I have been known to spontaneously burst out into songs at random times. And you that's something I can't neither of us can afford to do Disney royalties right now. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh yes, that's very true. Um, so I have a two part question for you. Oh boy. Okay. Here we go. It is what is your favorite part of your nursing career right now okay. and what is the most fucked up thing that you've ever seen in trauma and I hope you give an answer that I want to hear if not I'll ask you about it <laughs> okay um my favorite part of my nursing career thus far is I love its adaptability and the fact that it is a career of endless possibilities I, as Tracy said in my introduction, I do work as a nurse in the military. I've also done palliative care. And for those of you who don't know that what that is, that's helping end of life situations. Um, just helping people go peacefully and um, with respect. Um, it's not so much like what you see on the TV where it's like, okay, I'm injecting you and you die. Um, it's just making sure that people have respect and dignity with dying so it's just helping families go through that process and then i've also done long-term care and i have done uh trauma and er nursing and i'm actually moving to critical care nursing starting in february so i'm very excited and yeah uh that's awesome thank you yeah no it's very it's super exciting um i'm very excited to you know, further my training and just become real smart. <laughs> um, well, yeah, from the kid that like went to university for what, six, seven, eight degrees, like he <laughs> just wanted to be a 
professional student. Yes, my parents were super thrilled about that. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but finally I found a job that I was passionate about. And um, it's interesting. I found a quote recently where it was uh, a friend of mine was saying, you know, find a job you love and you never work a day in your life. And it actually breaks that down in saying, do you know what? You can still love your job or enjoy your job. But at the end of the day, my job is not my everything, which is something I have grown to appreciate because I typically will work so that I can go out and into the world and, you know, see different things, which is why my Instagram is at eat underscore work underscore travel. Exactly. Nice plug, by the way. Oh, thanks. I thought I would throw that in there. Um, (laughs) And my favorite uh the most interesting thing i have seen as a trauma nurse um i have an idea of what you want me to say even though that's actually not even something that we see all the time in trauma it's usually like someone that we like put in our fast track area because it's faster to deal with that way um but my most interesting um trauma situation would have had to have been the Humboldt Broncos incident. Um, It was a very emotional day. And I, fortunately for myself and my mental health, I was not there the full shift for that incident. But just the repercussions that people have had to deal with and not being able to tell who is who and what... um, I honestly, it was definitely a very emotional day for all those involved and for all of my coworkers at the time that were there and dealt with the brunt of it. I, they are my superheroes. Yeah. Um, a girl that uh, I know through another organization, her husband is a volunteer firefighter and he was one of the first ones on scene and he's still like pretty fucked up about shit. Like it's, yeah, that's uh, that really affected a lot of mm-hmm. people for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, that wasn't the one I was thinking about because you know me with like I love blood and guts and gore yes. and nastiness, but your answer was way better. So, well, what was the one you're thinking a- about now? Now I'm curious. The <laughs> the one where uh, the the dude came in and like had gotten an uh, like a hatchet to the chest. Oh yeah. That one was also yeah. <laughs> See, that's more fun in like a like blood and guts and gore okay. and like. Well, then there's also the one like... where there were the two people that shot each other in the face, and then we had them in our double trauma areas. I have never signed a HIPAA agreement. Is that it? HIPAA. Yes. Did I get that? Yes, right? the Health Information yeah. Protection Act. <laughs> I've never signed one because I'm not cool enough to be a nurse or a doctor, even though I play one on television. So. <laughs> You know what? And um, you do it well. I am very convinced you. every time I watch you. I'm like, exactly. She totes knows what myocarditis is. Exactly. And like, you're my favorite, you know, at eat underscore work underscore travel is like my favorite Instagram account. But my second favorite Instagram account is Dr. Mike. So um yeah he's like super hot lives in new york i'm gonna marry him someday it's fine i'll have like brother husbands it's okay it's cool (laughs) i love it 
yeah, he's, he's super, super cute. And I would, I would, uh, yeah, I, I'd, I'd do something, I'd eat something terrible to get into his ER. It's fine. Huh? Um, so yeah, I love it. <laughs> TMI. Um, but I really wanted you on today because I know that you've been seeing like a lot of COVID and, and, um, you've posted a lot of stuff on your Insta mm-hmm. stories and your Facebook stories and stuff about staying safe and, um, there have been like full PPE fashion shows and dance parties with your coworkers and stuff. And if I had to think of anyone that I would want to be around in a super shitty, you know, job environment, like COVID wards or something, um, it would be you because you're super cool, like a cucumber under pressure and you're funny and you can totally diffuse a situation in a heartbeat. And, you know, like when I'm the one skipping around with a bat saying, someone's going to get it. You're there saying like, Hey, uh, you know, let's get in the car and go for some ice cream. (laughs) So, you know, how do you stay so calm and how do you maintain your composure when this like crazy ass crisis is all around? Well, um, it's a lot of sarcasm under my breath and dark humor. Um, but at the same time, it's it's kind of just realizing that this is what I signed up for when it came to my career choice. At the end of the day, I am there to help and serve the people of the city that I'm in, right? So at the end of the day, I'm here for the people of Canada. And I think I owe a lot of it to military training as well, because when you're being shot at, you have to be able to make decisions. And unfortunately, this pandemic is essentially being shot at, but with the SARS-CoV-2 virus. Yeah, it's, it's nasty. Um, and um, slightly off topic, you promised me and your mother that you'd never get shot at. So that's the only <laughs> reason we let you join, <laughs> motherfucker. So um, you didn't mean like getting shot at with guns and stuff. You meant like glitter confetti cannons, that, right? Yes. Yes, that's okay. the number one supplier of glitter cannons is actually the Canadian military. I thought so. I read that yeah. somewhere. I think it was in like, I don't know, the New York Times or something. It was, it's legit. Yeah. Thank you for clarifying that for all my listeners who, you know, don't want to see you get dragged away in some kind of weird international crisis. <laughs> so thank you. You're, you're welcome. You know, that's what Canada <laughs> does. We bring health, prosperity and glitter cannons everywhere we go. Perfection. Exactly. Um, so what is your like biggest pet peeve with this whole like all these people saying, oh, COVID's a joke or it's like fake or like what is. Yeah. How do you not like stab people in the eye with your pen? <laughs> well, for the most part, the people that visit the hospital are not those people. In my experience, I've only. We've had some people come in with their phones recording the waiting room and seeing, see, the emergency rooms are empty. It's just a joke. They're doing it to not let people come in. 
And what they don't realize is that we actually have multi-segregated our waiting rooms. So yes, the main waiting room where you come in does look empty, but they don't see our overflowing beds that we have in the back because we don't want people walking around the emergency department because there's a pandemic on. Right. Um, also, at the end of the day, I'm, as much as it, I will honestly say, as much as it sucks, you know, I am here to help all the people, regardless of their belief system, regardless of what socioeconomic status they have, race, creed, color, religion, background. My job is to help people, regardless of if they believe a pandemic is real or not. I have a, I have a friend who actually works in a, um, a termination clinic, and she was telling me that some of the worst people that she has to deal with are anti-abortionists that come and get their abortions mm -hmm. because they believe that they're allowed to get an abortion or even more so that they have greatly deluded themselves and they're not getting an abortion and they are making them they can't be amongst all these people coming here to get an abortion because they're above them and they're not actually getting an abortion Oh, they're the people that, that call it like it's a DNC if you're a married white woman, but if you're anything else, it's an abortion and you're a hateful killer, right? Yes. Oh, from what love. I've been told. Yeah. There's actually, um, I come to work in the morning and I live in City Park. And so I drive past the City Park Hospital. Mm -hmm. um, and there's usually a dude out there with a sign that says, smile, your mother chose life, so should you. Yeah. And I always seem to forget about him. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> going to be there every day because every day I drive by and I'm like, I want to pull over and just have a conversation with him. Like, what makes him think that he knows the right answer yeah. and i mean yeah and it's one of those things i should just like get up 20 minutes earlier and leave my house 20 minutes earlier so i can pull over and have that conversation with him just because i i mean i don't actually know anyone who personally would get in my face and be like abortion is wrong blah 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 most of the people i've chosen to hang around with um you know i choose to let into my village i choose to you know be a part of their lives they're either like very pro-choice or they just don't talk about it and it's not that i want to get in his face and be like oh listen but, you know what the fuck's up with you i just want to be like what is your deal like what why do you choose this what makes you think that you can tell me or you know some other girl or woman or whatever to like what to do with her body I mean yeah it's I just I that's part of why I like talking to people too is just because you can find out so much about like their state of mind mm -hmm. and what you know they're thinking about and you know not that he's going to change my mind and I probably won't be able to change his mind but at least it'll give me a little bit more clarity as to like why he's choosing to do what he's doing and I think ultimately at the end of the day people make their choice and they have their beliefs and I think 
that the best way to build friendships with people is actually just having conversations because we may not always agree, but you have to always be willing to listen. Right. For sure. For sure. Mm. Um, yeah, no, that's, yeah. How interesting. And I mean, like I've kind of seen both sides of that. Like I've, um, had to have a termination and, um, I've taken people, um, to go get the termination done for a couple of different reasons. Um, and you know, it's, it's really funny. Sometimes people are treated differently depending on their situation. And I've noticed that, like I've seen it with my own two eyes and even, um, one of the the nurses at um, the clinic here in Saskatoon, she reacted very differently than I thought she would for um, one person versus another. Cause I was there twice and she was there. Like she was kind of gave me a funny look, like almost like, am I from Planned Parenthood or something <laughs> <laughs> that I'm like the escort or whatever. And it's not, it's just like, I was just, um, I'm going to say like lucky enough to have people that trusted me um, with their, you know, emotional health and, and physical well-being that they wanted me to, to help them do something on a day when it was a very hard decision Mm -hmm. to make. So, so yeah, it's just, it's, yeah, it's all about choice and just letting people make their own choices and live their own lives. But um, yeah, so I'm going to kind of change topics a bit just because, you know, like, I don't want to be all like, oh, all healthcare all the time. Yes. Um, <laughs> so I have a very important question for you. I am ready based, for it. Based on what I know about <clears throat> you, um, I have a really hard question for you. <sighs> well, you know how much I like hard things. <laughs> exactly. Swiss cheese crackers <laughs> or sex? Oh, goodness. Oh, I've never thought I'd ever have to make that choice. I know. And for the record, I have a box of Swiss cheese crackers in my house at all times because of the one time I didn't. And Nicholas walks into my house like he owns the place and starts going through my cupboards and couldn't find his motherfucking Swiss cheese crackers. And I got a lecture. So I have to this day always a box of Swiss cheese crackers in my house. (laughs) um well well thank you for that and i have since cut down on my swiss cheese cracker intake although i did just finish a box like three days ago Mm -hmm. so (laughs) i'm like it's very funny that you asked this question um i'm actually going to have to go with sex i kind of thought you Um, would nick Ago might have still said crackers. It's true. It's true. Um, but you know, the the Nicholas I am now thoroughly enjoys. Well, at least enjoyed. You know, here we are, COVID and single, so it's really hard to meet people. Yeah, you're telling me. Uh, COVID sucks. Um. All right. Question number two in the speed round. I guess okay. we'll call this. I don't know made up a title for it um does washing vomit out of a drunk girl's hair bring you closer to that girl or make you hate all women just a little bit more well to be fair it was the hair on your head so uh i thought it brought us closer 
Had it been hair elsewhere, we probably would not be speaking. I didn't know that that was even an option. How do you vomit? I'm not even, you know what? I'm not going to say something I'm like, for I once. I can tell you, I've you know? seen it happen. Well, I guess, yeah. Hashtag ER, hashtag classy. Um, yeah, that's interesting. All right, well, I'm glad to hear that. Um, other than the two jobs that you've been lucky enough to work with me, the call center and that job I got you at that pretty kick-ass music the store. The one that like made um, my entire and- movie collection that my parents are like, when are you going to move this out of our house? And I'm like, when I have one myself. <laughs> Which is yes. soon. Um, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, and obviously, you know, your nursing career. What was your other favorite job or field of study that you've had from the multitudes Honestly, I loved my job as a in the city of Saskatoon um, with the as a lifeguard and swimming instructor because I actually I was able to move up and become a what they call an aquatic technician in the city of Saskatoon, but it allowed me to learn more about. Um, the dynamics of teaching, and I got to train some incredible, incredible people, a lot of which are now doctors, some of which are lawyers now. Um, I, I've just had fantastic opportunities to work with dynamic sets of people, and I think working in aquatics, if it is something achievable for you, I think that everyone should do it because not only is it a life skill that you obtain but you also enable yourself to learn and give other people these skills and i think there's nothing more rewarding than teaching so i i love it i kind of miss it um more so the little kids because when you get those kids that their parents force them into swimming lessons they get a little bratty and then it's really annoying to have them there but to have that utter joy of people coming to learn how to swim and seeing them practice. It's amazing. And it's made me want to pursue a career in um, teaching more so um, in terms of being that preceptor aspect where I'm able to take Uh, nursing students and help them become future nurses and also hopefully one day become a clinical instructor and maybe one day I will call myself Dr. Nick so I can say hi everybody not that you know where that's from yes exactly yes exactly how dare I not know that oh that's very cool um just how many languages do you speak and (laughs) Sorry. I ask because do you remember the time I faked that I could speak French? <laughs> I do. I do remember that because it made no sense when you were responding to me. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty awesome. Like I, I got right into that. And then um, just a couple of years ago, I asked, oh, fuck Nicholas, you're such a shithead. I asked you to give me something really sexy to say to a dude that I know who lives in Montreal, who I was texting with. And you sent me something super vulgar. And I sent it to Steph. And he was like, 
what the fuck? Do you know what you just said to me? <laughs> do you remember that? I do. God, you're terrible. Why do we love you so much? Um, yeah. And you know what? Actually, I was talking with Steph just a couple of days ago, and he reminded me of that. And I was like, I'm going to talk to Nicholas in just a couple of days. And I'm going to remind him that he almost made me traumatize some poor, like, 40-year-old Frenchman from Quebec. Um, yeah, that was an interesting conversation. <laughs> I am. Uh, I still don't exactly remember what I said to him, but I remember when you translated it to me, I was like, what the fuck? Why did I just send that? I was merely um, trying yeah. to go off of your personality and what you would like to say to someone, but I didn't realize the nature of the relationship of what you were trying to nurture. So. Um, yeah, it was an interesting, interesting conversation. Uh, I think he forgave me because he knows that I um, do not speak French either, um, which is hilarious. Um, yes. And to go with your, like, speaking a multitude of languages, you also like to travel the world. I do. Um, I've been sent a number of postcards from all over the place. Uh, where's the favorite place that you've ever been? And as soon as, well, I mean, you have your vaccinations, so, like, whatever. But as soon as the rest of us get our vaccinations and we can head back out into the world, where is the next place you're going to go? Okay, that's a lot of questions for me to remember. So the first question is, I speak fluently, I speak three languages, um, English, French, and Spanish. I also can understand sign language. Um, and I am also trying to currently learn um, Mandarin. Because why not? Um, and then I, yes, I love traveling all over. Um, and as a point of clarification, my second vaccine has been delayed. So I will have my vaccine uh, hopefully near the middle of February. Yeah, okay. And the place that I most want to travel to once the world is free and open again Hashtag 2025. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually, um, so my sister and I had originally planned to do a trip to New Zealand. Um, and seeing as they are living free and still having concerts and having 30,000 people gather in crowds and not wear masks because, you know, they stayed home and for like, six weeks and didn't do anything um and now they're free and walking around because life is good um new zealand would be a place and actually i want to go to china and japan so my top three would be new zealand china and japan wow mm -hmm. yeah um yeah you and steph i remember uh you talking about that trip before mm -hmm. um and yeah i'm a little jealous because we just don't know how to stay home and shut the fuck up because we're all just a bunch of whiny bitches here in Canada. Um, mm -hmm. States too. Yeah. So yeah, we're working on it. We're working on it. Not really, but we're trying. Yeah. One day at so, a time. Exactly. You just bought a new house. You sent us like some pictures of it and stuff and I it's freaking gorgeous. First of all, Thank congratulations. You. Thank and you. now, so a, myself and a couple of your other girlfriends are trying to figure a way to break COVID regulations and come visit you. So, um, 
if we dress up in camouflage, do you think we can sneak in? <laughs> um, will you get us some army fatigues? Will that work? And I've anticipated a no to this question, so I have a follow-up. Why the fuck not? Um, well, number one, they are issued to you and you can't just steal them. The only ones I could potentially get would be covered in fake blood. So, Isn't the army like the hospital and you just like find scrubs laying around? You just find like, you know, some fatigues laying around on a shelf somewhere. Isn't that how it works? So you're actually, um, you're actually issued each one of the, uh, each one of your uniforms is actually coded and they are coded to your specific, well, your, uh, your number. So yeah, your, your dog tag number, or, um, I'm actually blanking on what it stands for right now. I'm like, it's not soldier number. I don't know. It's just your SN is what they call it. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, whenever you join, you spend like three hours getting everything assigned to you and they have to document this one and they have to measure your size and make sure everything's done to your proper fitting. And Wow. Okay. That's yeah. like way more than it looked um, when I watched the movie Stripe. Like it yeah. looked like they just threw them stuff out of a box. Yeah, no. Uh, You're telling me Hollywood got it wrong? Yeah. What? No, never. <laughs> it's completely accurate. Jesus, what a friggin' shit show that is. All right, fine. I guess no fucking fatigues. We'll just we'll have to show up and be like, oh, hi, we're here to quarantine for two weeks. And then we'll come home and we'll all just quarantine again for another two weeks. And then... Well, hopefully you can visit me once I actually have the house and hopefully COVID restrictions are removed because as a healthcare provider, I should strongly recommend not breaking COVID regulations. I know, I know, but you know, we still love you and want to come see you. So anyway, pretend that, you know, we're not going to ever break COVID regulations. Um, I have another question for you. I love questions. Are you eating a snack loudly for those weird ASMR people? I am, only because you said it. I'm like, oh, yay, that means I'm getting my crackers. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, so tell me why you love my boyfriend so I can agree with you. <laughs> he makes you happy. Aww. Honestly, well, yeah. I have not seen you <laughs> be as enamored and as open and communicative, like, you still have had your struggles. I've heard I've heard you be in this relationship and I also am aware of your previous one and well I was <laughs> I was definitely there for the first one. Um, uh, but the thing is is this is a man who allows himself to admit that he can be wrong. He although it takes time cuz we are men and men are pigs and men are stupid. Um, but he, you know, allows himself to listen and to be open to you. And he loves your girls so much and it really shows. So it, it just makes me happy because I know you're happy and he makes you happy. And the second he stops, I know people that can make him stop. So it's fine. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, that is fantastic. Um, so yeah, so I've had a maid of honor <clears throat> and that totally didn't work. So I'm having a best man at this next wedding. And so you can't cry when I officially ask you, I just want to let you know that when I get married, you're going to be my best man. Um, and note that I have not been asked to get married. I am just continually bringing it up in the hopes that I will be asked sooner than later, because I mean, fuck it. I'm getting old, goddammit. And he better ask me soon. Yes. Well, you know, we already <laughs> talked about what I have to wear at the wedding. So I'm like, I'm trying to get down to the right size. Oh, me too, sweetie. No. <laughs> too funny. Um, what else should we tell the people, the great people of podcast land? Because um, I don't know if this has been nearly scandalous enough. Like, I was sure that you and I would would cause much more scandal. Well. Uh, you know, we have been known to cause a scandal every now and then. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Our topics have been fairly serious, though, from the most part. So, uh, yeah, true. I just, you know, was hoping to like end this with a bang and make episode three way more difficult to top this one. So, <clears throat> well, you know, boobs. Nobody really tops me. So. <laughs> <laughs> awkward laugh because my mother's probably gonna listen to this <laughs> so thanks mom. for that i love your mom it's fine it's okay mine will probably listen to it too so we can probably edit that out somewhere no i think we'll leave it totally in hello esther i adore <laughs> you how are you doing you're the best mom ever um and yes i i've adopted your mom your dad is like pretty stoic. So I don't know. I don't know him as well as your mom, but he's pretty awesome too. He, do you know what? My dad is one of the funniest people I have ever met. He is very quick and on point. And my dad may not always be saying a lot, but when he does, it's very funny. I have a lot of friends that can attest to the fact that my dad is quite hilarious. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I've only met your dad a couple of times. And like, he's been, yeah, I guess, pretty stoic. I mean, like, although it it hasn't really been like, super, like, intimate or anything, like the gatherings that we've been at haven't been like, Mm -hmm. you know, but cool. Well, yay. I know you're going to run off to work here very soon. So um, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. But um yeah I had a super fun time and it was uh it was fun to kind of make you giggle and uh I miss you you stupid butt get back here soon like (laughs) it's not fair because I'm the one that was like hey Nick yeah go to Calgary like your life will be awesome and then I'm like fuck why'd I say that because I miss that stupid kid (laughs) well do you know what it has been a very like it's been a very amazing learning experience for me just to to be here and it's actually my sister the ever financially savvy and super saver that she is she's actually the one who convinced me to buy uh well to buy a place this was not the place that she suggested she suggested a cheaper one But Mm -hmm. I also wanted a place where I would be comfortable to stay for a long time, where the other one was more of a transitional place. Oh, okay. This one, I feel 
Like I could comfortably host people if they wanted to come and spend time with me there. It also, you know, allows me to strap on those big boy pants and, um, you know, finally build equity and do all that financial responsible adult like stuff. Right. No. And it's, it's gorgeous from the the pictures you sent and yeah, there's a lot of like growth potential in that house. Like it, you will definitely turn it into a home. Like I can't wait to come and see it in person. Yes. Although my mom was saying, she's like, that's a lot of rooms, Nicholas. Who's going to clean it? Cause you're not much of a cleaner. I'm like, well, that's fair. <laughs> um, it's okay, mom. We can get him a cleaning service. It's fine. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what I was doing. He he does make big boy money now, and and he can because yes, it's not the little apartment that that he used to live in that was a disaster. No, no I remember that one. <laughs> I mean, you know, I this one's also a disaster. I mean, I just feel like the disaster will be more spread out, so it's not as concentrated. Well, no, your apartment in Calgary is pretty tidy. I guess the time that I saw it, it was neat. Did you shove everything under your bed so I wouldn't see it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, that was that was really nice of you. Because <laughs> yes, that apartment was pretty clean. I thought. Yeah. You even had your dishes and stuff done. So, man, I don't know. I think you're growing up, kiddo. I think I might be, but I'll even have a dishwasher in this new place. I can't remember the last time I had a dishwasher. Wow, that's exciting. I'm actually trying to remember the last time I had a dishwasher. Um, yeah, it's been a long time for me too. I'm like, I don't know. But yeah, nope, dishwasher. Very excited. And there's definitely some renovation plans that I'm wanting to do. So that'll be super exciting. Although I'm not very handy. So it will require me to make more money to pay people to do the things I want. That's, uh, that's kind of crazy. But you know what? If anyone can do it, you can. Well, yeah, I was going <laughs> to burst out into song there and I'm like, nope, copyright infringement. <laughs> um, well, that's okay, Nicholas. We're going to pretend that you've already listened to the first episode of Tracy Says Things and there might be a little bit of a section from a song from Wicked and I say, I feel like I should have sung that and um, I know that as I was saying those words, you were singing out loud while you were listening to it, right? Definitely. Exactly. I, I probably was singing very loudly. That's <laughs> almost guaranteed. Exactly. Well, uh, I think, uh, yeah, I think we'll wrap this up for now. Um, so thanks everyone for listening. Be sure to join us on March 2nd. This has been Tracy Says Things, and we've been joined by Nick, who says even more. Say goodbye to all the crazy people out in podcast land. Goodbye, crazy people of podcast land. The crazy people are the best people to hang out with, I think. So they are actually crazy. They are. Well, I am actually crazy. I take medication for it. It's legit. It's bye. This was Tracy Says Things, a podcast brought to you by Anchor Media. Produced terribly by Tracy. If you would like to volunteer your production skills or offer feedback, contact us at tracysaysthings at gmail.com or find us on Instagram at tracysaysthings.